0: Welcome to the Self Subscribed Podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Self Subscribed. I am your host, Amy. I appreciate you being here so much. Please remember that I am not a therapist or a counselor or anybody who is qualified to give good advice, but I love sharing what advice I have. And if it resonates with you, great. So today in the studio, I have another guest. Yay! I have my wonderful friend Jen.
2: Hi. Hi.
1: <laughs> and so funny story. Um I met you 12 years ago. Yes. And I know. we worked at a bank together. And, <laughs> and it was like a great time. We yeah, were fine, whatever. We hung out outside of work. And then we I quit.
2: Yeah, I think we both quit around the, around same, the same time.
1: time. Mm-hmm. Um I went to another bank and then got knocked up.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you moved on with your life. And then we just kind of did our own thing. Yep. Um and then I moved out of town. Yeah. And I we recently reconnected.
2: I know, it's been great. Like <laughs> I know, we just catch right back up. Yep. So
1: goes to show you you don't have to talk to somebody. Every fucking day to be friends with them. Exactly. You just have to be a good person. Totally. Be be relevant. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's been great catching up with you. And you know, now you have kids. I have kids. We let our kids play. Yes. We try to ignore them and we can talk about mom stuff. Exactly. Yes. Which we started talking about uh, a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and decided to do the podcast. And I think it was your idea. I think it probably <laughs> might have been.
2: Uh,
1: but this episode is on sex. Yes. 100% on sex. So if you are offended by sexual things, um, you don't have to listen to this one. Uh, do note, I, I will not be sharing personal stories.
2: No. So no. Personal. So if you're in it for
1: something <laughs> juicy, that's also not going to happen. No. This no. is just a broad spectrum of generalization.
2: Yes, yep, that's <laughs> so, where I'm at with it. So
1: we, we will uh, talk about fine points on various things when we get there. Um, but it's definitely not going to be exact stories of our lives. Unless they're funny, because I have funny ones. Yeah, so. I mean, there's always some good <laughs> always ones. It's always but funny. Yeah. Everybody loves a good, funny sex story. Totally. So um, as I have been single for a while... And I mean, a while, like, is in, like, over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I checked into the dating apps <laughs> and, you know, you look online and there's something. And the one thing that, because I was married for 12 years, yep. um, the one thing that's really stuck out to me is everybody is, quote, unquote, talking. Totally. Yes. N- nobody is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking and by talking they don't mean they're having conversations they're just having sex. Yes. These people are fucking and then going on with their lives.
2: Mhm. Like nothing ever happened. Like nothing
1: ever happened and they're like this block against a relationship. Yes. And I've come to realize now that this is called hookup culture.
2: Very much so.
1: And so people are just hooking up with whomever getting their
2: physical needs met. I guess. Like I mean (laughs) Yeah, I mean as you know, I am definitely not in the dating scene. Um I've been married for a while. So it's interesting to hear not only like some of your stories, (laughs) (laughs) but I've got some other friends that go through it too. And it's almost mind boggling to me. It is. It really
1: is because I mean obviously you know, when I was dating the first time around, it's, you know, you are in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and then you start getting intimate with them. Yes. There was tons of times. I shouldn't say tons of times. God, that sounds really bad. <laughs> but
2: there were, there were a few times. God, I really have to choose my words yeah, wisely. Yeah, you don't want people thinking you were out there hooking up <laughs> no, with anybody that
0: moved. <laughs> it's ho phase all day, every day.
1: Um, no, it's, there was people that I hooked up with just for the hell of it, right? right. Because that's, I don't know, you go through that young age, that mm-hmm. like 18, 19, 20, and you're exploring. You're exploring, hormones are raging. Totally. And you don't want a relationship. Right. And then things switch and change, and you're like, wow, I should really get married because I'm old. <laughs> I, my, my biological <laughs> clock is tick tocking, and I need yes. to have some babies. You know, things change. And you start to look at it more seriously. Exactly. And so you're not out there just hooking up with people, but trying to actually get to know them. And for this midlife age group that I'm in, uh, everybody is just into sex and they don't want to talk about real life things. And they don't want to meet people to get to know them for a relationship they just want to have sex
2: yes very surface level
1: very surface level and so i'm hearing all these stories about really bad sex mm-hmm. <laughs> like embarrassingly bad sex yeah and people who are just like it just it be, has become such a thing that's just as easy as talking about the weather exactly yep you like,
0: know
2: hey do you want to come over and bang yeah, that uh, is a booty call. Yeah, very that much is a so.
1: Booty call. <laughs> there was a really good meme I saw, uh, recently. That was like, this guy. He's sitting there, and he's like, "How dare you disrespect me and say, you know, I want you." It's three AM, and I want you to come over or whatever. He's like, "I have morals, and I have standards, and I have this, and I have that. And what is your address? And where do I park?" And <laughs> Like, oh, no, I can totally get it. Yes, but. I don't like, I'm sure it's always been this way, but now because I'm in this season, it's so much more obvious to me.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's a lot easier now, right? You've got apps at your fingertips and you can make a booty call a lot easier than you could, you know, 12, 15 years ago. And you
1: had to go in public then. Yeah,
2: exactly. You had
1: to go talk to people face to face and judge them with your eyeballs <laughs> before giving them your phone number right
2: and you're not sitting there texting them 15 years ago all of these Mm-mm. dirty pictures and i would say dirty but i mean let's face it we all like to take pictures of ourselves so. we love nudes oh popular um that's what i get for hooking my Bluetooth <laughs> on. Oh, okay
1: there's always something yes wires touching phones ringing things in the background okay turn that off
2: but yes, uh, with all of these apps at your fingertips, right, and you can send sexy selfies of yourself to mm-hmm. people, and you know, play up the imagination with one hundred percent and fantasy. And I think that that kind of draws people in, um, to wanting to make that stuff become a reality. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I know as I get older, right, you're more open to trying different things when you want to spice things up right. and our phones are right at our fingertips and it makes it so much easier than yeah. it was 12 15 years ago
1: well yeah and it's you know with this culture whatever it's like you ideas yeah are so easy to find mm-hmm. first of all but if you needed ideas 12 15 years ago you had to go to the sex store yep or watch porn or yes. whatever. And it's like it was this whole big spiel of doing it. And now it's um becomes so easy for people. Yes. And sometimes I'm like the convenience is such a good thing and it's such a bad thing.
2: Right. It's a two-edged sword.
1: It's a two-edged sword for sure because you can use it to build your relationship positively mm-hmm. or negatively. Exactly, And it, because it can go either way. I mean, just lightning fast.
2: Oh, yeah. It's the switch of a, a light switch, right? You can... <laughs> Change your world for yeah, like you said, good or bad.
1: Right, for better or for worse. So that's yeah, that's kind of a crazy thing with life. But um for me personally, I'm just not into it. So there's there's a personal fact that yeah. I'm throwing in yeah <laughs> Spice it You up don't want to some... be a booty call every no, single no Because I want to value myself and who I am. And right. when I find somebody whom I enjoy. I want them to feel like they've gotten something special.
0: Exactly. They've gotten
1: something that not everyone else has gotten. Mm-hmm. And so I have been called a prude. I've been called old fashioned. A couple of years ago I was called, not a couple of years ago, like 12, 13, 14, 15 years ago <laughs> before I was married. Um, I was called a nun and I'm like, that I'm oh. definitely not. Wow. But I'm just not in, into like the random hookups because it's so, meaningless
2: right yeah you want to be seen as a special person like you said you don't want everybody to walk around town or wherever and say hey i've had a piece of her right i've had a piece of that because yes. no thanks all, no
1: <laughs> although they would be so lucky
2: they would be right that's what i tell <laughs> myself like damn that person would be real lucky. they would if they be had so so they don't me. even know
1: but i'm not going to substitute my personal morals for fun
2: no no
1: there there have been slip-ups there have been times. <laughs> People go through dry spells and they regret it, <laughs> but you move on. Shut up. <laughs> and then you move on with your life yes. and you go, I, I have learned from this mistake and I'm going to move on. And do better. I can
2: absolutely do better. And but hopefully if, have better partners.
1: And hopefully have better partners. But it goes back to knowing your worth too. Yes, exactly. You know? And that's something that I've talked about a lot on the show is when a person knows their worth, their self-worth, and their value, and they feel special, Mm -hmm. you don't want to throw yourself away. Exactly. You know, and you can talk about throwing yourself away in physical relationships. You can talk about throwing yourself away in just platonic relationships with friends. Yep. I mean, you can can use yourself, let yourself be used um, in various numbers of ways. And I just have decided for myself that I'm not going to be that woman that's just out for a fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can survive through a dry spell. I have a plethora of vibrators that, yeah, <laughs> that toys, I'm totally okay with. <laughs> I can get by. It's not something that I'm, I mean, yes, is the intimacy behind it is meaningful, right? And Very I miss so. having a body in my bed. right? But I'm not going to throw myself away
2: don't, yeah, never do. I'm
1: not going to have regrets. So, I
2: mean, you know, on the married spectrum, right. It's, uh, easy to lose the self-worth, right. When you're with the same person, um, for years. And I know that that's something that my husband and I are trying to really work on is just, um, to constantly, I don't know, court each other, make each other feel wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, we talk about, our phones being at our fingertips and all of these apps um that if you're married, right, it's important to keep the the spice alive, mm-hmm. right? Send those those pictures mm-hmm. because guys love them. I don't care, you know, if they're married or not. They love seeing women in their truest form. It's and, true. Um, you know, so if you can keep the spice alive uh especially in your marriage, but um when you're not married, right. Keeping those boundaries in, like you said, just knowing your worth, right. um, which is easy to forget. It's super
1: easy to forget. And as women, you know, we feel like we always have to multitask. Definitely. And we have to do all these sort of things. And it's funny. I was at the gym yesterday working out and my trainer said something about multitasking. And I said, I don't. If you want me to multitask, I will half ass every single thing yes. that you've given me, mm-hmm. give me one thing to concentrate on yep. and I will give it my all. So, you know, as women we're like, Oh, I, I have to do all the things, you know, and there's people going, don't do all the things. And you're like, who the fuck's going to do all right? the things? If I don't <laughs> like, do it,
2: nobody's going to nobody's do, do
1: it. But you know, in, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you are the other half of this relationship, you know, yeah. right? You're this, this half. And if you're not giving, and people say, well, it's 50 50 or it's 100 100. And it's not ever an exact number every single nope. day. Some it days changes. you feel like giving 10%. Yes. You know, and some days <laughs> you feel minimum. like giving 100. And like the selfies and things like that, that's you making an effort. Yes. I always tell women, I'm like, it's not hard. Do not set your phone in your hand and put it way up to the
0: sky <laughs> and take a naked
1: <laughs> selfie. That is hideous. Yeah. Set the timer. Make a backdrop. I mean, you can take a selfie with your phone and make it look professional. I've done it hundreds of times.
2: You've taught me how to do it. And <laughs> I was like, damn, I look pretty fucking good. Look pretty, <laughs> right. Like all it takes is the right lighting.
1: It does. The timer on your phone, you know, and you can edit the kind of the colors Heck or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what is the app called that I use? Light flare. Oh, you yes. can add some like if you're by a window to add that light flare through it. Uh-huh. Just it's the little tiny things to make it look really good. Yes,
2: and it um, doesn't take much time at all. No, it I doesn't. Mean, before you go to bed, like hell if your spouse works a different schedule than you. Before you go to bed, I don't know, just your underwear or whatever. You can right. even be full you, naked. I don't right. care, and just take a couple pictures. They're going to love it.
0: They're going to love Women it. Women
2: like it too. Well, I don't want a penis pic, but. Do not send dick pics, guys. <laughs> no, please
1: good. don't send a dick pic. You like, can send a sel- sexy selfie, but yes, don't, Yeah. We it's don't just not hot. We don't to see your penis. I don't. Picture. I love it, but don't, please don't.
0: Yeah. No. Not it's attractive.
1: awkward. <laughs> it's so true that Like, I don't know. Women's bodies are so sexy. Yes. And like, you can like turn them and manipulate them and make them look just like it. Like, they're beautiful
2: accentuate the right places right the boobs in your butt like
1: exactly yeah. and like a dick pic is a dick pic
2: yeah i think you can't <laughs> there's just, only so many it. ways it it's will so go only so many angles <laughs> and it
1: looks the same in all of
2: them they all look the same <laughs> so don't send it yeah don't do it just don't
1: At the, there's some um mystery you know there's a turn on in the mystery so let's yes. keep it let's keep it mysterious (laughs) yikes
2: yeah leave leave some for the imagination yeah for sure
1: oh my (laughs) gosh so um being in a married relationship and trying to spice it up like okay so you do the pictures you whatever as far as communication goes how do you guys keep that open because at this point in your relationship like you've seen each other through every phase of life yeah You've been Pre-kids, through a lot
2: of being pregnant. Right. You know, all the stuff. Yeah, everything.
1: So, I mean, how do you find a resources and then B um time other than like right before bed?
2: Right. Yeah, so um resources, uh I do a lot of Google. Man, I tell you, and reach out to your friends yes. <laughs> that are single cuz they'll give you some <laughs> ideas. <laughs> but um, As far as like communication, one thing that um my husband and I do we used to do it quite a bit, um and then you know, with kids and finding time, it kind of slipped away. but we basically will sex each other throughout the day, mm-hmm. make sure that we're asking about fantasies, right because just because it's a fantasy doesn't mean it needs to become a reality. Right. But we all have this ideal sex, you know, picture in our mind, right? What what that looks like varies from person to person. Um, but I think it's important to talk that stuff out mm-hmm. because... Um, let's face it, sex is going to be the most intimate that you're going to be with any other human. Oh yeah.
1: You're super vulnerable.
2: Yeah. And so if you can't talk about it, uh-huh. I mean, and it sometimes can be awkward to talk about it in person, yes. but it's leaving, it's building up right for when that other mm-hmm. person gets home. Um, and as far as finding time, I know some people schedule it. Um, luckily for me, my husband and I both have very high sex drives. <laughs> so We'll make it happen any time of the day. Yeah. Send the kids to daycare. I hate the idea of scheduling it. Oh it, I, some I people like it, some people I like that. It, it it makes
1: it seem like a chore. Or yes. it makes it seem like, well, this is what we gotta do. You know, this I
2: got fifteen minutes go. Yeah. And right. it's
1: it takes the fun
2: out of it. Right. Spontaneity. It right. just completely removes it. Yes. Like one of my things is so my husband and I work different schedules. And so when he gets home 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, um, I tell him, I don't care. You just wake me up and then
0: just run it again. Yeah,
2: just
1: all all ready. I, I think that you are a rarity, which is super unfortunate. Yes. Women, I'm calling you out. Get off your lazy asses. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've heard so many stories from so many women. They're like, I'm just tired. Look, you won't be. No. Once you get into mood, you get going. You're not going to feel tired. For the love of God, it doesn't last that long. No, so the you,
2: foreplay is amazing. The
1: foreplay is where it's
2: at. Yes.
1: And so, I mean, I, this is me. Again, I don't have all the answers and the right things to say. But for me personally, unless you have a medical condition in which you are unable to perform sexual acts, you should be there for your partner. Definitely. And I'm not saying like every, like, okay, out in public. That's ridiculous.
2: No, but I mean a little ass grab or something is right. fine. <laughs> make it interesting because
1: um although my parents, my or my mom never gave me the sex talk, I grew up in a very strict religious household. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't talk about sex, we didn't talk about periods, we didn't talk like it was just not Taboo. we didn't talk about it. Yeah. And which is crazy, we'll go back to that. Um, but the one thing that she said to me, uh, when she Found a condom in my room <laughs> uh, when I was uh, a teenager. Was sex is the glue that holds your marriage together,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you can replace marriage, of course, with relationship. Yes. Um, but I've never forgotten that, and I think that it is kind of true. It is true, so true. It's you need that in a relationship because you want to feel wanted. Yes. Everybody wants to feel desired. Everybody has this need to release and when you come together with that other person and you actually care about each other, it makes it so special.
2: Very much. Yeah. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. It's, it's just something that
1: you need in a relationship and it's important. And if you're not having it, you're going to go somewhere else. Yep.
2: You'll start seeking it out elsewhere. Right. And And then
1: you get problems with your relationships and it's, it's a disaster. So ladies put out or get out
2: yeah oh, i like that <laughs> that's gonna be the new tagline Put out or get out um, oh man but yeah i mean you got to be willing to right sometimes it's give and take on those days sure. that you only want to give 10 percent um then
1: and your partner has to be understanding yeah. but it goes back to that communication like yes hey you know what i have had the worst day of my life i feel empty and hollow and i'm sad just comfort me
2: yeah just give me a freaking bear hug give me a
1: hug don't come for me with your dick. Yeah. Just,
2: <laughs> just feel a little uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just,
1: it's knowing each other. Yes. And it's knowing how to come back to that. So, yeah.
2: And the other thing, I mean, even if you are having a rough day, right? When, when they right, give you a bear hug or just hold you for a little bit, you definitely, I mean, at least for me, I'll start getting more in the mood because it's that physical touch with
0: somebody right. else. Right. Exactly.
2: You know, just go with the four foreplay ladies. Don't I love foreplay. Yeah. Play. That's like where it's at.
0: Foreplay play drives me
1: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> there comes a part and I'm like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. But it like it, it gets you in the mood. It does. And that's I mean, there's a lot of guys, uh, I know I can say personally, who were not into foreplay and they thought they were so amazing in bed. And I'll tell you what uh you were the worst sex i ever had yeah so, <laughs> i don't feel bad saying it because it's no. not a lie it's it's the well okay we also talked about this before we started recording was the difference between fucking somebody and making love to them yes and i think you need a solid 50 50 of that totally. in a relationship hmm there are times where that carnal instinct kicks in and you just want somebody to to ravage you.
2: (laughs) Right. Ravage me. Like Like pick me up, throw me on the goddamn bed. Yeah. Just like, fuck me,
1: push me up against the wall, pull my hair. I want all of that.
2: Like love it.
1: Yeah. And then there's other times and it's, you have to feel it out, right? You have to know the person who you're with and you make love to them. And there's that connection and Mm -hmm. that intimacy. And it's like,
2: it's built up through foreplay. It's, it's A lot built up of it is, foreplay.
1: and then, like you're in the middle of it, and it's. Uh, I can't really say too much about <laughs> it because it's not happened that often to me. Um,
2: when it does happen, though, it's like, uh, like it's otherworldly, so like feeling.
1: It's only happened once with one person.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, it was not my husband, so <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was amazing love
2: that. um
0: but <laughs> no, this other but person
1: love is
2: making love is i mean amazing right and unique like it's so important to have that with somebody the
1: level of intimacy is like through yeah. the roof the
2: most vulnerable the most will ever be. <laughs> but it's yes. such a great way it's a
1: great it's a great feeling it's a great yes. way to know somebody it's you have that connection yes Humans want connections very much so. We love, love, love to have connections and relationships with other people. And people who say, Well, I don't have a lot of friends, I don't need people in my life. You do, you do need connections, yes. And whether you want to take them to a surface level or a deep level is 100% up to you. Mm -hmm. But we need connection,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, we're, I mean, we, I mean, not to like bring it back to you know beginning times, but we were made to be around other people Mm -hmm. and you know it's unfortunate that some people think that being a recluse at home by yourself just doing your own thing that that is fulfilling in life but it's not Mm -mm. it just really isn't you need to surround yourself with not not a million people find a a good few people i mean that's That's what
1: i tell my kids i said i don't have a lot of friends because i don't want a lot of friends no i want a lot of acquaintances and my friend circle is it's very close. small. Mm-hmm. And so those are the people who you know are going to be there for you, who've yes. got your back, who understand you. And you cannot talk to them for 12 years and, and they come back in yeah. your life and it's you're like, like, right. They never missed a beat. They find you and you need them. Yes. So those kind of relationships. But when you're in that intimate relationship with your partner and you guys are you know, actively having sex, what do you think? Is the most important thing that you could do in that moment of vulnerability to connect with somebody.
0: Ooh
2: man. Um gosh, you threw me for a loop on that one.
0: <laughs> it just came to my mind.
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think that remembering that the act itself, right, is for both of you. Mm-hmm. And um this could be like totally not answering your question. But there is something about when both people climax at the same time. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, that is so hot. <laughs> it is. It's right? really good. And I think that I'm totally going off on a tangent, but um, there are selfish lovers out there. Mm-hmm. And that's awful, right? Like, you both need to be taken care of. And if one person is not climaxing orgasming whatever you want to call it not
1: enjoying themselves yeah
2: like how terrible and as the person that did climax you should feel like an asshole you should (laughs) (laughs) you
1: should feel you should feel selfish yes
2: but I think that um one thing my husband and I you know make it a point is that we both at least orgasm one time every time we have sex that's wonderful yeah i mean i can't imagine having sex and not orgasming
1: no (laughs) does it happen for sure like there's times right yeah okay you can think of like um gosh what do you call them i want to say a wham bam thank you ma'am but that's not it uh a quickie
2: quickie. jesus christ (laughs) i'm gonna start calling it a wham bam thank you you, sir sometimes my brain (laughs) does
1: weird things okay a quickie in a quickie, how often do you come? Okay, maybe you don't. Right. You just, you're really in that part of the fuck. Yes. So great. But when you're having sex, you're making love to someone. Yeah, you guys should be having, women should have multiple orgasms. Yeah, I mean, I'm, for I'm sure. Into,
2: if you're not having three plus, three plus, <laughs> three plus. <laughs> we not need th- to
1: get uh, your husband on the line. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> what is it that you're doing, buddy?
2: Hey, you know, don't make it quick. That's where the foreplay comes in. It's true. There are many ways. You know, we don't need to go into all of that. The women. No, can, but you can share some. The women can <laughs> orgasm. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Men, you have mouths. <laughs> They're there for. A reason. There we go. You can discover the woman's entire body with your mouth, and that you is extremely can, sexy. You can map it out. You can. <laughs> Which your is, so in your mouth. Wait, this is so hot. Which is so hot. It is and women love that kind of thing. They
1: they love that. They crave that. They do. Um so in having, you know, when we were talking about the hookup culture, people are obviously having multiple partners. Yes. Um I'm not going to say at the same time cuz we're not going to go into threesomes, but like hooking up with different people throughout the week or you know whatever. Right. Um, do you think it is ever okay to ask how many people you've slept with?
2: Um, again, a two edged sword, right? Depends on, are you prepared for the answer? Right. Because I mean, gosh, back when I first met my husband, you know, we did ask and the numbers were relatively low given today's culture, the numbers are going to skyrocket. Yeah. And so if you're not prepared for. 12 plus people that your you know, newfound interest uh, has had sex with, then don't ask the question. Don't ask. But I mean, it's totally whether you're prepared for it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of what I've always thought was, A,
1: what does it change? Right. And B, does it matter? Is this going to become some sort of point of contempt? Because Exactly. I don't want to get into a fight about it. No. What does it matter? All I'm going to do is think about, okay, who's he been with? Right. What was it like? Were is they he better comp- than me? Right. Is he comparing? Right. So who cares? Yeah. Don't, don't, ask. don't
2: even do it. Just-
1: if he's into you, don't ask.
2: Right. I like that philosophy.
1: I mean, when a guy is into you, you know. Yes. If you question anything he does, he's not into you. Right. And I've taken this very seriously. And I know damn well when somebody likes me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when they don't? And I have yet to ever ask anybody how many people have you slept with.
2: Yeah. Just, I just think it's, you're asking for trouble at that point. I think so. Yeah. I just don't,
1: I don't want to know. And why
2: Why do you want to know? I that's don't. Like, <laughs> that's what I want. Like, why? Do, why does it matter? Yeah. Why do people care how many people you've had sex with?
1: I mean, if I found out. That uh, Mr. Guy, who I'm fucking, has been with 200 women. I would feel less special, like a notch in the belt. Correct.
2: Yeah. So don't ask. So don't. So ask. you feel special. Exactly. Because, because
1: if he's into me, yeah, then he's into me. Then like all those women don't mean anything.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm not encouraging you guys to just go out and fuck everybody, but yeah, don't ask. But don't ask. Yeah. Girls don't ask. Guys don't ask, especially, and I think guys too. You know they want to know guys want to compare yes am i better than him right. Am I bigger than him mm-hmm. am i this that she will tell you if you need to change something yes if you need to do something different in the bedroom That's i mean
2: open communication
1: open communication right. and size doesn't matter no it does right. i mean like I mean, the, can it matter it, it can. can yeah but if you're in it for the long haul it's not the size of the sword. It's how he wields it exactly. that matters, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and I was actually had this conversation with one of my friends last week and she was like telling me all these funny stories. Um, but she actually prefers a smaller penis. Really? Because the guy knows how to work
2: it. That's true. And yeah, I, they're not relying on size. No. They, they know other techniques
1: right and they're like they're more focused on the yes. woman they know what you want how to feel good mm-hmm. and they put in the extra mile right they go the right. extra mile so guys that are have you seen that thing on instagram the girl with the measuring tape <laughs> and she's like this is four inches this is six inches this is eight what in the
2: hell are you doing with yeah, this? yeah exactly and
1: she's hilarious but she's right like
2: what are you doing with that? Uh, yeah, I, I wondered the same thing. It's like, not gonna go that far. Like, geez. And then the guy is like, "Well, can you bottom out?" Like, hell no. You're gonna rip my insides, <laughs> my insides apart. Like,
1: yeah. Or you're <laughs> gonna rip the back of my throat. Like, yeah. I'm not into that either. <laughs> right. So, yeah, size is not like a huge thing. So no. guys, stop worrying about it. Just know how to take care of your woman. Yes. You know, and, and it's
2: look it up, man.
1: If you for need to, seriously, look,
2: or ask your friends that are That's women true. what do you like in the bedroom? Right. You know,
1: ask your partner, what do you want from me? How can I please you? How can I make you happy? It's all communication. Yeah. And I found like the guys who are heavily endowed suck in bed. They're, They're super selfish. It's all about them. Because they're their just their show. Looking
2: at size, exactly. They're there. like, yeah check me out. I'm like, yeah. I
1: don't, okay, cool. you are
2: like, you're terrible in bed. Thank you. Please never come nothing. back. I laid
1: there like a dead fish because <laughs> all you
2: do were gr- grunting the whole time. It's so oh, stupid. No. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to be open to try new things. Yeah. You have to be. If you're doing the
1: same thing all the time, well, it's boring. boring. Also, isn't the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over
2: expecting a different result
1: yeah and it's just it's not gonna happen if you're doing the same thing all the time it's boring yes so i have never been like into weird crazy kinky stuff Mm -hmm. right but you can switch it up without going to extremes right or going to other people which is another thing i was going to bring up about Mm -hmm. the dating apps was when i was on those i'd be like oh here's a guy who's kind of cute And then he would say in his little blurb, like happily married, just looking for somebody to join. And I'm like, Oh, so many of those. Ooh, I'm like, like
2: (laughs) Brody. so
1: so many of those, you know, and I'm not ever going to judge people for what they do. Right. Right. I'm only referring to myself and what Mm -hmm. I'm into and what I like. Um, but I was really shocked at the number of people who are looking to include other people. Wow. I
0: mean, like, shockingly no i
2: um my man is my man and yeah i don't like he he doesn't want to share me and i don't share well and i just yeah i don't know it's not open relationships are not my thing
1: it's not my thing either and i always question like okay if you're not happy in whatever aspect of your relationship or your sex life is terrible and you're really like grasping to find something new and different and exciting um, going to another person is not going to fix the problem at hand. No, not at all. You're putting a bandaid on a bullet wound at this point. Mm -hmm. So I love coming back to the foundation of relationships and like, why are we here in the first place? Mm -hmm. Why are we together? What are we doing here? And if you can't answer that, then having sex with somebody else
2: isn't gonna it's not gonna fix it so a temporary it's a temporary satisfaction exactly it's
1: it's, i'm sure super fun like it's exciting like having sex with somebody new is exciting you know you love exploring somebody and figuring out what it is that they like Mm and it's there's that honeymoon phase right and so when you bring somebody else in it's super great and exciting but you're with this other person and now how do they feel
2: right and i was actually talking to a friend here recently um, about that, uh, these open relationships, right? That people sometimes will go out and just say, Hey, I'm, my husband and I are both having sex outside of each other mm-hmm. one-on-one with someone else. And it's just for sex. That's what they say. But as women, sex most of the time, especially good sex, we have feelings. We have feelings. <laughs> and yeah. those will come in. Yeah. And that's uh, what I was talking to one of my friends about is like, well, crud. What if this person starts developing feelings? You're fucked. Yeah. Twice. Yes. <laughs> and that's the way that you want to be. No. Yeah. No, it
1: really sucks. That's, you know, there was a point in my marriage where I considered asking for an open relationship because I was so lonely yeah, and bored and just like, what are we doing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And unfortunately for us, it was more of like the foundation didn't exist. Okay. And so there was no reason to be there together. And it's right. like, well, because we didn't actually care about each other, of course the sex was bad or we weren't having it mm-hmm. because we didn't care about each other. Yeah, you don't, you're sleeping with somebody that you care about, whether or not they're just attractive, or, or is it more than that? You you want to be with them, and when you don't want to be with somebody, it's like, well, figure that out.
2: Yeah, exactly. What, just what's the core, what's happening outside right of that other person? And ninety nine point nine percent, you've got some own, your own shit to work through. One, yeah, and, I was a disaster. Yeah. And the other thing, um, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, right? Like we were talking about it being boring. um, want to mention, be open to try new things uh, and try things multiple times, right? So, yes. Uh, it's very
1: circumstantial.
2: Yeah. And like, gosh, I'm going to be real open here. I used to hate giving blowjobs. Absolutely hated it. And now... I think because uh, I see how happy that makes my man. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoy giving them now. And I don't know what switched, but that's why I always say just try things more than one time. And if you tried a couple times and you don't like it, okay, fine. Move on. Find something else. But yeah, for longer marriages or hell, even if you've only been married a year, don't get stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. Be open. That's so true. Try new things. Introduce some toys. I do love toys. They're great. It's not for all the times. No. Some of the times. Yeah. You don't want the toy to replace your partner. No. It's to just help enhance everything. Right.
1: I like enhancing. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. No,
2: but you're you're totally
1: right. And that's, you know, when you try new things, it's, you know, are you trying it and the kids are crying outside the door? (laughs) Are you trying it when you're at a hotel on a hot date, and the kids have a babysitter. Right, far away at home. Mm-hmm. You know what? What is happening around you, and you want to say like, not everything is situational, but it can be. It totally can. It be. totally can be. You know, like what's going on in your life? What's going on in your brain? All of these things are factors, mm-hmm. and so when you have bad sex with somebody, maybe it's not truly that they're awful. Um, sometimes it is yeah
2: there's a lot of situational lot of things situational. that can impact it yeah
1: but like when it's with your partner and you're like oh my god that was so bad okay like you
2: gotta do talk, it again. About
1: it. talk about yeah. it and then yeah again all the things i say go back to communication mm-hmm. communicate with everything and then you know when i'll get friends who say oh this happened this happened and i'll say did you talk to him Well, no, it's embarrassing or it's awkward. I don't know how to bring it up. You're right. It is awkward.
2: Yeah, but you were literally just in the most vulnerable state. Exactly. Why can't you talk about it?
1: And I think it's those hard conversations that build a deeper (laughs) relationship. Mm -hmm. When you break it down and you are actually truly honest with somebody, that's when your relationship starts molding together. Yes. And that super glue of sex is meaningful and it Mm -hmm. is holding you together. Rather than breaking you apart.
2: Exactly. And that's where the making the love, right? Because I know, for, you know, your partner wants to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And if you can say, you know, X, Y, Z didn't work for me. Um, it was bad. You know, here's why. They can fine tune and, you know, switch things up a little bit to where maybe you will like it better next time. But right. they're, they don't know what they don't know. They could be exactly. thinking that, that they're doing a fantastic you fucking have job. You just had the best sex of your life. <laughs> yeah. And if you're faking it or something. Don't the, fake it. Don't God, ever don't fake ever fake it. Fake it. <laughs> but if you don't tell your partner, how are they going to ever know? How are they going to know? If you don't say anything. No.
1: No, Communication. they not You can't expect people to be mind readers. That's no. unfair. Um, you can't expect people to be read your mind, but also you can't read their mind. So... You know, in that aspect, it's a one hundred percent a two way street, definitely, of communication. And you know, when you're that in that position, in that vulnerable position, and you're trying to communicate, communicate, and they're not listening to you, then what? I feel like we've all been in those situations, yeah. Where Mister Guy is out here going to Pound Town, and you're like, I'm so fucking bored, yeah. Then what? Then what? What do you say? Do you say
2: stop? What do you do? I feel like it would be unfortunate for a guy to get blue balls. <laughs> 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 but I would feel bad. But I think that it kind of goes back to some of that foreplay. Like, okay, okay, let's, let's take a step back, right? And mm-hmm. maybe instead of pound town, start making out or move to a different room. Or try to change some of the situational things right is there something that's not um setting the mood right or the kids crying out there okay if the kids are crying outside the door probably need to take a bit of a break fucking annoying yeah the like how can you finish with with that you can't i can't i I mean my mind is like nope hell No. no Out. i try and plug my ears yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work i'm so sorry and then i wonder are they going to be able to break in i know that they're just little kids but so paranoid are they gonna somehow slip under the door <laughs> <laughs> like a cat and, like, come, like look and see what's going on what are you guys doing in mm-hmm. here yeah uh, no
1: no i like in those situations um you know i'll say like let me do something yes. let me you know do whatever like because. I I don't really just want to lay there and take it. No. I think that that's so, it's just boring. It's It's boring, boring. right? And so nobody wants to feel that way. And how,
2: so it gives you that feeling of being used a little Mm -hmm. bit, but maybe offer to switch positions or something because I mean, no offense guys, but you sometimes get into a one track mind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. And yeah, you got to switch it up a little bit. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And then like that goes for all relationships and all things. And yes. it's like, okay, people like to get crazy and have sex in the movie theater and they do it, you know, here, there, there and everywhere, everywhere. everywhere.
2: Mile high club.
1: Yeah. I don't Not Again, not my thing. If that's your thing. Cool.
2: Yeah. I guess do it respectfully. I don't know. I was going to say, I mean, if there's like a child sitting outside please on don't. an airplane. Or somebody like, has then, got to pee. Like, please don't. I don't know. Oh,
1: there's man. been times on like international flights. And I'm like, I'm, I'm probably going to wet my pants sitting here. What the fuck are these people doing? I know. <laughs> Get
2: out of the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Hand jobs in your seat, please. Yeah. Like, come on. Put a blanket over you. Just like, do something else. There's yeah. There are not that many bathrooms. There's not. On an
1: airplane. And they're small. So And quite frankly, they're gross. There was a time in my life uh, when I was a flight attendant and I remember being so paranoid that people were going to have sex (laughs) in the bathrooms (laughs) in my airplane. And like after flights, you know, the flight attendants have to clean up and stuff. So again, people be considerate of uh, the flight attendants because they're just doing their job and sometimes it sucks. Yeah, And don't be gross. Clean up your mess. Yeah, When you go to the bathroom quite better,
2: yeah. Like just do better.
1: better in to, general. Just do better. <laughs> just do better because it's a lot of work. And, and then, like, yeah, I can't imagine having sex in a splattered bathroom.
2: I, I just don't get it. And the cleanup would be difficult. There's no appeal. Like, <laughs> my sister and I were actually uh, we just went on a family vacation like a month or so ago, and in uh, our layover, we were talking. How do people make that happen? because they're they're nasty i mean like i'm not
1: a big person but i can barely turn around in there i
2: know that's what i'm saying how are you gonna fit another person in there yeah like even if you lift them up and push them against the wall like you're probably gonna fall over by the toilet area like it's something like like, yeah there's no room
1: i don't want to sit on the sink because that is nasty
2: right oof i don't know yeah (laughs) <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll research
1: I Digress. <laughs> yeah Find, yeah just gross. be
2: respectful of other people just be respectful
1: uh another thing that we talked about recently was uh piercings yes uh nipple piercings mm-hmm. do they or do they not stimulate that's
2: what i that's what i'm wondering i hear that they do and i hear that they don't okay i don't have them i don't have them so i, I have considered say. getting them which is why we've talked about it right but and i won't, like my biggest thing was is it for stimulation so would you get it for stimulation or would you get it for aesthetics stimulation all the way wow yeah but i don't know that's really painful would you get your clit yours? no Hell no. <laughs> I would <will> be there. <laughs> it's too scary. Yeah, that's way too scary. I don't want someone ruining down there. No, could that's you like, imagine? That's like my precious part. <laughs> <laughs> my precious part. <laughs> but could you imagine? Like, Man. I, no. And then the I healing. The- no. Because I do know with nipple piercings that there cannot be any saliva for at least one month. And I'm sorry, but my boobs are like one of my favorite things to get played with. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know some people that have their nipples pierced and I mean, they like it, but even if it's for aesthetics, are you going to be pulling your tit out for everybody to go look at? I mean, yeah, no, I. I, Yeah. So Um, I have decided, no, it's not for me. I'll stick to my ears and. Yeah, my ears. My well, I have my, ears. my nose pierced too, but yeah. I'll stick to the, to those.
1: Yeah, I just I'm uh, really paranoid about ruining what did you call it? My precious parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose sensation and you lose feeling in your Ooh. clit, it's game That's over. awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, same. I love my boobs being played with. So, why would I risk yeah, losing that? I just I wouldn't. Also, there's a thing called gravity. For me, I can't imagine that piercing your nipples, and like ten years down the road, it looks great. Yeah, I just can't. Like, do you remember when people like getting their earlobes stretched oh, out? Yeah, the gauges. Thing? That's all I can think about. And having these earlobe <laughs> the holes <laughs> in your nipples. God, gross. Oh, and yeah. heaven forbid you get pregnant. Oh God. And then what do you do? we will see,
2: and that's where does I the milk it, go? I'm done having kids. This is true. And. But I mean, you know that eventually I'm going to be getting a boob job. And so I'm like, you know what? I don't want to ruin what no, could happen with all of that. No. And yeah, I don't know. But then you start thinking, would it get caught on my bra? Yes. What happens if it gets like, hold on, like it makes my nipples hurt thinking about it. huh. Yeah, so no awful. thanks. I thought about it way too much. It's just not, no. I mean, good riddance to the women that do it or men, oh, but yeah. No. Do guys okay. still get their dicks pierced? Is that a thing? I don't know. What, what did they used to call it? Like a, a Prince Albert or something, oh, right? Some that where like multiple piercings down the penis? I don't know. It makes me want to look it up. I, I feel
1: guess. like such a prude. I'm like, I don't know. I've never heard this. <laughs> I mean, I only within the last. I don't know how old am I? I'm old. Uh, I would say within the last like 15 years of my life, found out what a cock ring was. What? I know
2: i'm saying i know people are like oh, what <laughs> how
1: do you not know i don't know because i just like
2: i don't know well i mean we talked well, about taboo like we brought it up briefly yeah but toys in the bedroom and whatnot at least in my household growing up was no like i don't even i think my parents my mom might have had the birds and the bees talk but besides that it was just basically penis goes in the vagina that's how you make a baby right once you know it gets fertilized but like for good sex mm-hmm. never discussed no. right you just kind of had to discover that on your own which is like
1: so insane to me i mean obviously i did not want my mom talking to me about having sex right. and Like but but it's not a bad thing no and so and i really feel like in recent years we have Started to be more open yes. about talking about sex, mm-hmm. and with anything else in the world, it's a beautiful, wonderful thing that you can make bad. Yes, right. Very so, much so, so when we don't talk about it, and I know like a lot of religious families won't mm-hmm. talk about it because sex is like secret. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. When you you when you treat it like that, and you treat it like it's a secret, and you treat it like it's a dirty thing, it becomes a bad thing. Yes and so it doesn't become that glue of your relationship right. it doesn't become that moment of intimacy it doesn't become that making that, love right you don't doesn't. make love to someone you you're not communicating with them right and you know for me there's been times where i have had sex with somebody and you know you always feel heightened right mm-hmm. during it but truly the communication that we had during and the way that we talked to each other and the way that we were like our relationship skyrocketed. Yeah. You know, was it emotional and emotion bit? Yeah. There's emotions in definitely. it. definitely. But when you're breaking it down and you are like, here's my soul. Yes. Like, yes. You know that you learn someone so much. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it's like, I wish I would have known that. Yeah. Because I didn't have that until after I was married. Mm-hmm. Sex was just sex. Sex yes. was just to get off. It's right. like, you know, make me calm and yeah. You know, I enjoy oh, it. Yeah. Right. Like I'm a very sexually driven person, but there was no depth. Right. And, you know, I just think that people, I don't want to hear people's sex stories and their details, whatever, no. but let's not make it such a taboo. Let's right. not make it such a thing. That's like a secret and it's hush talk. And like right. people have sex. Clearly we're all humans. We're having sex. People have babies. Like mm-hmm. for me, when I was pregnant, I was terrified to tell my parents that I was pregnant because they would know that I had sex and I lived with my fiance. Like we, we were clearly having sex, but it was like, they know what I've done.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know and it's
1: like? It shouldn't be like that. Right. It's just nature. It's, it's what we do.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I don't know how to break out of that cycle. Um, other than I think society is doing it a little bit for us.
2: Yes, I would agree. I mean, I I try to think about what am I going to tell my kids when they get older, right? Mm -hmm. How am I going to talk to them about Uh sex? But I want them to be open enough to come ask me questions. Right. I mean, is it going to be awkward? Probably for sure. But if I would rather them come to me for information, than the internet. Right. And when you were talking about like, you know, we both were raised in some, I mean, you were in a very religious family. Mm -hmm. Um, my family just didn't talk about it, but it we it makes it so mysterious that people just want to go do it. Oh, just, I didn't. 100%. just just one hundred percent to like define whatever yeah. rules there
1: are. I was seventeen years old and I was like, I'm gonna figure out what this yeah. is all about because it, it was so hushed. Yes, you know, and like I want my son to be like, Mom, I I need a condom. Yeah, I need whatever. Like, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's. Open about it. Let's have a relationship. Let's create this dialogue because I don't want him to sneak behind my back. Right. What if something happens? What if he gets his girlfriend pregnant? What right. if, you know, there, I mean, STDs are a thing. Like, yes. Like yes. we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And is it hard? Yes. Is it awkward? Probably, yeah. you know, but it's the same thing with having that talk and that communication with your partner mm-hmm. is the tough stuff. Makes you stronger. It does. Yeah. And so I want to believe that having those tough conversations with my kids is going to make our relationship stronger. Right. Because I want them, I'm not there to be their buddy and their friend. I'm there to support them and to raise them to be good, outstanding moral citizens who can participate in the world and make it a better place. Yes. You know, and if my son fucking his girlfriend makes it a better place, I mean, I guess whatever. Hey, like, make
2: her a better person. <laughs> make her. Happy. But I mean, I think about because we both have sons. Um, that I know damn well. I do not want my son to be <laughs> the guy that that boasts about a big cock but can't pleasure a woman.
1: He can't perform. Yes. Yeah.
2: Like, how embarrassing. <laughs> as a mother i'm embarrassed for my I child you to make sure that the woman is like taken care of or you know whatever but
1: and i think that starts with all like decent parenting yeah. is teaching your children to respect the opposite sex yes very much you know so. and yep, so agreed. like if your son respects women and he wants and he cares about them he to his girlfriend he's gonna be like how can i make you feel good yes how can i i want to make sure that this we're both in it together Mm -hmm. you know um because yeah if they don't respect anybody else it's gonna be they're gonna be the guy with the big dick who's just going to pound town yep because it's his show and the
2: woman just lays there Like wondering when it's gonna be over (laughs) like god damn i'm sick of this right you know and i don't want that for my kids because that's not a good relationship no it's not you want the
1: best for your children Mm -hmm. so
2: and i was thinking um one way you know when we when you had asked well how do we like kind of change the the shift the dynamic i think that pda is not a bad thing no like especially when you're married or you know in a committed relationship Smack the, the ass, right? Like, right. There's levels. Yeah. Say like, okay,
1: I've known people to grab a woman's chest in public, mm-hmm. reach his hand up her skirt in public. Like, come on.
2: Yeah. That, that's, that's That's not my
1: thing. It's not my thing. And I think it's like, it's uncomfortable to the people around you. Yes. I'm glad that you enjoy her body, but for fuck's sake, like yeah. nobody else gives a damn. Yeah. Like. What you do on your own time is super cool, mm-hmm. but in front of me, I don't need to see her vagina. No,
2: I don't want. I don't want to see it at the grocery store. <laughs> you know, like give me a break. Yeah, you know, when you're trying to buy food to eat.
0: Seriously,
2: yeah. um, yeah, but yeah, I think smack that, ass, yeah. kiss, hold hands, right? Like, Show your kids that side. That's right. fine because then they, it's not. I don't know. It's not as taboo like no. to be close to someone else, right? But, yeah.
1: And I always say like, oh, I don't judge people. I'm not judging that. It's just, it.
2: it's, it's just, just not attractive. It's
1: just uncomfortable. This is yeah. me in my words and my opinions, 100% to each their own. Um, Because at the end of the day, if that's like what gets them
2: off. Great. Yeah. Good for you. But maybe keep it in the vehicle. Keep it. In the vehicle. <laughs> I just, know, I don't want to have to explain that to my kids. I don't. I've been out in public with my kids before with, men reaching up a woman's skirt groping like, yeah how that's the, the word hell do i explain that to little kids i i don't want to explain that
1: no and not your kid who's like crazy observant
0: <laughs> and like
1: <laughs> you're sending nudes to your husband he's like hey i saw that yeah. <laughs> i saw your boobs that's
2: totally yep that happened to me yeah <laughs> he said um that's inappropriate mom and, and your son is <laughs> five <laughs> <laughs> That's inappropriate. I'd be like, listen here, All little yeah. mister. I said, hey, what you don't know won't hurt you. Just look <laughs> away. <laughs> look away. Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, this was an A and B conversation. See yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> See yourself out. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Yeah, no, my kids, uh, thankfully, have not ever seen any pictures of me that I know of. I mean, I try and keep my phone under lock and key. Yeah. Uh, But they will always ask, like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I say a when friend. I, well, when I want you to know, <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh yeah, I like that. So you know, but it's like I don't want to keep secrets from them. No. You know, I, I'm not also I don't have people over. Right. My kids are here. Um, I keep my personal life really very private mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, other than putting it on the mm-hmm. internet,
0: <laughs> having a
1: fucking podcast private my ass. Yeah, but I don't go into details, right? You know about what I, what or whom I do. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be a time and a later date at which I do. You know, because I think we all have stories that you can break down and relate to other people. Yes, and if you keep everything very vague it's kind of hard to relate to that mm-hmm. and that was the whole purpose of doing this but at the end of the day we're all adults yes who have some sort of sexual cravings mm-hmm. and we want. hopefully to know, hopefully i'm I sorry feel bad for if not have that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're just like generalizing <laughs> like normal normal people yes normal people uh this includes us and my personal feelings mm-hmm. and I want to be fucked yes several times yeah all of the times in all of the ways any time
2: of the day yeah
1: yeah I like that but you have to be somebody that I appreciate yes and somebody not that just I another notch in the belt and you're not a notch in the belt because and again that's me that's my personal values mm-hmm. and for women super super important to have your own personal values to know exactly who you are and what you want. Yes, and you know, girls who are out there just fucking everything in sight. At the end of the day, what do you feel like?
2: Right. Yeah. Like, do you feel worthy? Like, do I would you imagine... feel joy. Right. Do
1: you feel happiness? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel successful in your quests?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and like, I think divorced people all go through like a hoe phase.
2: Yeah, I think it. It's part of it.
1: I never reached hope. Hope <laughs> scenario. scenario. Uh, do I feel like I've missed out? No, 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 I don't because it's just not me. Yeah. You know, all the people that I slept with, I had vested interests, in, right. You know? And yes. so, um, I can at least say for myself. And again, this is me. I'm proud of who I am and the decisions that I've made and, and my sexual decisions. Mhm. Because it's important to me. Yes. It's not something that I'm going to, at the end of the day, being like, well, oh, well.
0: Yeah. Who can I
1: look done? on
2: my Rolodex, right? We're going to go back to, to come fuck me tonight. Right. So, because just, my yeah. self-worth would be down Tanked. the toilet. Right. You're worth nothing at
1: that point. No. Because then you're telling this guy that, like, I want you back only for
2: sex. I mean, right. whatever. It's- I mean, no hate. If that's, if that's what you no. want to do. No. I mean, no hate. But I don't you're think you're more than just a, a whole. You're more <laughs> than just a whole. And
1: I really think the majority of women, the more women that I, because of the platform that I have, the more women that I have met mm-hmm. and have had uh, deep conversations with, women don't want that. No. Because they want to feel valued. Yes. They want to be wanted. They want, yes. They want to be craved. Mm-hmm. They want to feel like they're a drug to, to something. They, yes. they want to be. Not put on a pedestal but they want to be something that they can build a relationship with yes. they want to be someone who feels like they're creating a new life with somebody mm-hmm. or creating whatever yeah
2: women definitely and maybe it's because we're more emotional than mm-hmm. men um, but we imagine futures with people yeah and um now i've just I've only really been with my husband um, I had Boyfriends before that, that, you know, of course, you start, oh, well, what if, you know, we do XYZ together? And um, you start, women just start put attaching feelings, especially mm-hmm. to such a vulnerable, intimate time. And yeah, I don't know a single woman that has had a bunch of fuck buddies or whatever mm-hmm. that feels good about it. Right. So, I mean, I know some men that are okay with that. They say they're okay with they it. They say they're okay with it. But I don't know.
1: And that's one thing that I've also discovered is, um, men want to be wanted. Mm-hmm. They want to be craved. They, they want do. to. They want to feel accepted, and the same things that women feel when it comes to insecurities and being judged by their partner. Men feel that too.
2: They do. They're just not as open about it. They're not as
1: open as about it because they have to, you know, be the tough guy mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. And these are, uh, men that I have had this conversation with all the way from down in their twenties to over 60. Mm-hmm. And they've all said the same thing. And so obviously I'm not, I don't name names, you know, on the show. Right. But, um, in the last year of having, uh, podcast and the Instagram and, and meeting people, it's been very eye opening. that, do you remember that book, men are from Mars, women yes. are from Venus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I can't, I'm only going to say it because I remember talking about it being different, but men and women are not that different. They're not. And the, when it comes down to like the core of our emotional state and our feelings and how we want to feel at the end of the day, they're so similar. Mm-hmm. We want to be accepted. Yes. We want to feel loved. We want someone who is thinking about us. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to feel judgment. Exactly. You know, you want yes. to be able to, there's a lot of guys who I have spoken to and said, you know, we go home and yelled at. we go home and this wasn't done or this wasn't good enough. Or
2: they feel like they can never meet a standard, the standard that the woman had set.
1: And there are circumstances for women as well, Mm -hmm. but more so the men that I've talked to because the women expect the guys to be like the head of the household. Yes. You know, and in the culture that you and I were raised in, the men were the head Mm -hmm. of the household. And nowadays it's very equal. You know, and I am preferring that.
2: Yes, I prefer it too.
1: I want to be able to say to my husband or my partner or whatever, like, this is how I feel. This is what's going on. And him not turn around and say, well, it's my ultimate decision. Exactly. Yeah,
2: that would just drive me up the
1: wall. It is not me. It's not my personality. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, again, going all the way back to sex, like, it gives you such an open door of communication you know and in those moments where you feel like you're connecting with someone and you look in their eyes and you can see like you see their soul yes you see who they are those are the times where it's like this is why i'm here Mm -hmm. this is why i work with this person why i choose to love them because every single day love is a choice it is it's never easy it's hard it's It's hard. hard it's hard to love people people are assholes I'm a total fucking yeah. dick sometimes.
2: I'm a bitch. Like, I mean, I will like, own that. I'm a, I am bitch. a fucking bitch, and, and you know, thank God for my husband. Because yeah, and the that's days just that it. I'm bitchy, he counterbalances that with extra sweetness. Yeah,
1: and you know, you have to work at it. Mm-hmm. You have to choose to love that person. We all have like initial attractions, but we grow old.
2: Yeah, people change when it's not new and novel you, anymore. Right, you need to figure out. How to, like you said, you have to make that choice every single day. Whether you're married, you're in a committed relationship, even with your friends, right? You have to make the choice to love that person unconditionally, Mm -hmm. which is hard. It is hard. And that means love their faults, too. We all have bad days and we need to um, appreciate our partner even on their bad days. No matter how hard it is.
1: No matter how hard it is. And, you know, I would always tell my husband, I don't like you,
0: <laughs> but, but I, I love, love you. you.
1: Yes. And you don't have to like them all the time. There are plenty of times that my children, I, lo- I would die for them. Oh, in a heartbeat. But I do not like them when they act like shit. No.
2: I do not like I them. call my kids assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be. I love them. like Like you said, I would. Die yeah. in a second for them. Mm-hmm. And that goes for my husband too. But damn, there's some days that I really don't like them. You have to work at it. Mm-hmm. You have to work at
1: all your relationships. And so many times we say things to our partners that are hurtful yes. and are cruel. And we're like, well, we're just being open. I'm being honest. These are my feelings. Would you say those same things to your friend? Or would you say them to yourself? Would you say them to yourself? If the answer is no, you got to choose your words. Yeah. You know, there is a way to communicate without being hurtful. Mm-hmm. I hate it when people say, "Well, I'm just being um shit, what is it? Brutally honest." Yeah,
2: brutally honest or you, blunt. You don't have mm. to
1: be brutal and to be honest. Right. You can say things with love and with kindness to somebody. And hopefully that they are open enough to receive this mm-hmm. and not push back and say, you're being a piece of shit right now. No, I'm, I'm showing you with love. And I've said it a bunch of times on here, that author, John Kim, who says that real love doesn't knock your socks off. Real love holds up a mirror and it's, it's someone who speaks to you in kindness and in love. And it says, Hey, you got this shit going on and receive it. Yeah. You know, but own it own it and work together. Yeah. Everything you do in a relationship is together. Mm-hmm. It's your communication is so so so
0: important. Yeah, and, it's,
2: and um that's like a really good a good point, right? We've been talking about communication, how important important it is. Um I was uh complaining to one of my husband's best friends um about my husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first to stay <laughs> continue. Right. But it was actually Really eye opening because my husband's friend goes, All right, Jen, let's take a step back. You tried saying something to your husband, or so you thought. Have you tried changing tactic?
0: Uh Because
2: I felt like I was saying the same thing, right? A record player to my husband. And I'm like, He doesn't fucking get it. Yeah. And it's probably over something medial, right? It's It's not make or break. Yeah. And his friend was like, Well, did you try approaching it this way? And I was like, well, thanks a fucking lot. No, I didn't. (laughs) No. And once I changed my approach, what do you know? It it got better, right? My husband heard what I had to say. And, you know, so we can sure try our communication. But if something isn't sticking, you've got to be willing to um, maybe change tactic, as my husband's friend would say it.
1: And sometimes it's not always... What you say, but it's how you say it, yes. mm-hmm. and which is why I don't ever text serious conversations. Very rarely do I have them on the phone, right? I am a face to face communicator, that's how I do it. Yeah, I am, I will text like throughout the day, like hey, super cool day, or remind me to talk to you about this later, whatever. Yeah, you know, just like short to the point type stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to serious matters, I encourage everyone to not ever text them because you don't hear the tone of voice. Nope. You, you don't. don't know what, they're, what they mean.
2: There's no nonverbal like communication going on. Body right? language exactly. speaks volumes. It does. And oh. yeah, when you have serious conversations in person, um, your partner will know your true feelings. Oh, for sure. And not just read. I mean, again, we're not mind readers. You can't expect them to try to read between the lines of a text message no. when they can't see. And there's
1: like, you know, we have words yes. when we talk, but there's so many things that are unspoken yes. when you communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going again back to sex. I talk during it and it's, I'm not having a conversation because <laughs> like, what I did today not was
2: the weather. <laughs> oh, As but pinned up against the door. Yeah, seriously.
1: But. <laughs> Uh, but there are a lot of things that go unspoken. Mm-hmm. And it's that is the intimacy. And for people who have not experienced that, uh, you need to figure your shit out. Yes. Because that is. That's where it's at. The best sex of your life mm-hmm. was when you communicate with the unspoken and you you really are connected. Yeah. And it's like your souls whole, are connected. Yeah. That's what it is. At a whole other level. souls
2: are connected and. It almost feels like you're one. That's where that making love comes in. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you need to have those moments along with the just fuck me. I love the just fuck me moments too. I I love it all. (laughs) I love it all. I love it all.
1: So we kind of got, you know, a roundabout way here of talking about sex, but I appreciate you so much for coming in and talking about the hard things that it's uncomfortable sometimes. It can be. Yes. It can be. And I'm not saying let's sexualize everything. Uh, have you seen the guy on Instagram who like is making food and he's fingering it <laughs> as he bakes it? Yes. Like that's that's <laughs> a bit much like it's I, I giggle, much. but I'm like, oh boy. Like, but we have to like, everything is so over sexualized. Yes. So fine lines, you know, like be realistic, but um, parents talk to your kids, be open with your kids, be honest with your kids. Don't talk to your kids about your own personal sex life. Weird stuff. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I greatly appreciate my parents not doing that. Yeah. Uh, all the times I accidentally walked in on them. They oh my
0: god! They were so puzzled.
1: <laughs> <I'm>, like <laughs> traumatized forever.
2: Oh, oh yeah, I've never had that experience. Please lock god. your doors. <laughs> lock the doors. And yeah, people.
0: Don't or keep don't the lights off. In. If
2: you know someone's having sex, don't walk in the goddamn room. Well, that was me. <laughs> I didn't know they were having sex though. But I've been walked in by other adults. What? My brother-in-law has walked in on us. He did that shit. And he purpose. fucking sat on the bed <laughs> <as> <laughs> I, and was like, "You guys weren't in the middle of anything, were you?" As I've got these blankets covering <laughs> everything <dying>. <laughs> Don't do just, that. It no. ruins the, mud, the just, mood. I'm just <laughs> hanging out here in some blankets, yeah. sweating. Buck ass naked. <laughs> <Buck-ass> naked. <laughs> you know, like how we do. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Uh, that's super funny, though. That makes me laugh. Yeah. There's, there's one personal story for y'all. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And me walking in on my parents, which, you know, kudos to them for like getting it on in the living room on the couch while the kids were in bed. But then I got thirsty and I came downstairs and fuck me that the lights on. Oh, Turn that shit no. off. There are children in this house. So, you
2: needed know okay. a goddamn drink of water. God. That's always kids. It's
1: like, of course. And I didn't know they were down there. Right. Yeah. So I assume they're sleeping. So I'm like creeping through the house as quiet as I could. We had like the noisiest stairs. So like
0: creak.
1: And so I'm creeping. And so they never heard me. Oh, shit. And I'm like, so much ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> my eyeballs. <laughs> Let's take a spoon. <laughs> they don't need these anymore. Fuck. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, we're going to end it for the night. But I appreciate all of you for listening to us ramble on and on about weird sex stuff. And I hope you enjoyed it and maybe got something out of it. But the point of the matter is when you find someone who you truly cherish and you want to spend the rest of your life with, go the extra mile for them. Take the time to understand who they are, to understand their body. Say the things that might be difficult. Say the things that might be hard to say or you think it's corny, but throw it out there because you never know unless you try. So until next time, you guys,
0: get out there. Have a great time. Be safe. I'll talk to you later.